2: welcome you guys back to pacific point of view i'm tyler budge i'm hayden weber and i'm colt Almadova. and you guys are witnessing firsthand the week one growing pains of being a specialty show uh we're not, as bad, j- as, though, not as
1: bad as washington though
2: not as bad as washington um we we will briefly go through our biggest surprises from week one uh in college football uh first thing first. Colt, why don't you go crazy?
1: Alright, I got Ole Miss. It looked way too easy against Louisville on Labor Day. Uh, they were definitely working hard when everyone else had the day off. Uh, honestly, though, I could totally see Ole Miss uh, giving Bama a scare and, and I know that's something that Tyler's been uh, uh,
0: talking about for weeks now. Very true. Hayden, what was your biggest surprise? In a week full of surprises, uh, I would have to say Montana beating 20th ranked Washington 13-7 to and what was arguably the Huskies' most embarrassing loss in program history, is the biggest surprise of them all. And somewhere our buddy Jared Reyes is smiling at us <laughs> because he was one of the biggest Husky haters I've ever met. And Washington somehow managed to win the time of possession battle, outgained Montana by 60 yards, and had 11 more first downs and still lost the game. So that is impressive in and of itself, but surprising.
2: Yeah, I would definitely agree with uh, both of you guys' picks. Uh, My biggest surprise of the week was Texas beating down Louisiana with no problem. Uh, I touched on it earlier when we were speaking over dead air. Another surprise is uh, how all of our uh, knowledge of this equipment would go out the window week one. Like I said, we've got some growing pains, but but we're getting there. Uh, Let's go forward and let's talk about who has been eating their Wheaties and... We don't have the Michael Jordan sound bit. Like I said, it's week one. Uh, Cole, who's been eating
1: their Wheaties in week one of college football? Guys, Zach Charbonnet, one week after absolutely annihilating uh, the Hawaii defense, he goes ahead and does it again against LSU. 117 rushing yards, 11 carries, one touchdown. Oh my goodness, this guy's been eating three servings of Wheaties. And then I also want to bring up one more cereal, recess puffs. That's what Mackenzie Milton's been eating Oh, my goodness, led the Noles to a comeback, uh, leading uh, Florida State you know, to overtime. Even though they lost the game, they were down by 10 uh, with under six minutes to go. And it's more than just the comeback in the game. It's the comeback of his career. After suffering that you know, life-threatening knee injury at UCF, it's just absolutely a miracle that he's even back out on the field.
2: Yeah, I agree. Uh, great story to see, something that can only happen in college football. Hayden, what was your biggest surprise? Or who was eating their Wheaties? Excuse me. <laughs> well,
0: I was surprised that Darian Butler was eating eating his Wheaties. No, just kidding. He's a beast. Uh, ASU linebacker Darian Butler, five tackles, two picks against Southern Utah. Those numbers don't really jump off the off the page at you, but he did have a a linebacker rating of eighty five point three. I don't know how that's calculated, but that was far and away the best in the Pac twelve. So Darian Butler was feasting on those Wheaties.
2: Yeah, to continue to focus on the good side of what happened in the Pac-12, that UCLA O-line absolutely decimated LSU's defense. 210 uh, rushing yards, two touchdowns, dominated that game. Uh, but as we know, for every Wheatie, there is a Fruit Loop. There's a sugary cereal that's going to slow you down uh, for the week. It's not going to get you as ready. So, uh, Hayden, who was eating their Fruit Loops this week?
0: I uh, may have alluded to it earlier, but Washington quarterback Dylan Morris... He was abysmal, uh, credit to the Froot Loops, 27 of 46, 226 yards. Those numbers aren't bad, but get this, zero touchdowns, three interceptions. He had a QBR of 8.5, and I was... Laughably bad. (laughs) (laughs) I was questioning whether or not he was really the guy for the Huskies to take them to the next level. I think it should be Sam Hewer time. But that's, uh, that's for another time. So Dylan Morris was eating those Fruit Loops.
1: Hayden, I, I'm 100% with you. Dylan Morris, uh, University of Washington QB. I mean, for a guy that's going to Washington, you should be eating your Apple Jacks. And he's out here eating Fruit Loops. 226 passing yards, three picks. That's absolutely atrocious to an FCS team in Montana. And, and honestly, hot take, Montana should be added to the Pac-12. Uh, that's how bad the state of Washington was uh, this weekend.
2: Yeah, I think it was more uh, Washington being bad, less of Montana being good. Bold take there. Uh, I, I also had Dylan Morris. It was it was so laughably bad that I just I had to throw him in there. But honorable mention, the state of Louisiana. You had LSU getting steamrolled by UCLA. You had Louisiana Monroe getting steamrolled by Kentucky. Louisiana choked on a national stage against Texas and got steamrolled as well. And Louisiana Tech blew a 20-point lead versus an SEC opponent in Mississippi State. So. Not a great day to be a fan of a team in the state of Louisiana. Is it ever a good day to be a fan of a Louisiana team? <laughs> no. So anyways, we'll go back into the national scale of things. We'll look at the big picture. First first thing, Clemson lost to Georgia. Um, that's a pick that I believe two of us had. Me and Hayden picked. Cole did not. But looking at Clemson's schedule for the rest of the season, do the Tigers have enough on the schedule to get to the playoff at this point. You look at North Carolina losing, really hurts them. You look at Louisville failing and Florida State choking on the national stage. Does Clemson have the strength of schedule
0: from here to be in the playoff? I think it depends on how the rest of the field looks. And I think the Pac-12 South could be a factor in determining that. I think uh, obviously the rest of the SEC, but the ACC looks incredibly weak. And they performed arguably worse than the Pac-12 in week one of play. I mean, look how many big games they lost. Like we mentioned, Clemson losing to Georgia, Louisville getting blown out by Ole Miss, among others. Georgia Tech losing to Northern Illinois. Some some real bad losses in there. So that doesn't help Clemson's chances, but they are Clemson. And they're becoming one of those brands, and I think that will help them going down, going forward?
1: Well, like Caden said, Clemson is going to need some help. I I think if they win out, it's not going to be enough. I mean, unless the win against UConn three weeks before the end of the (laughs) season is going to help, uh, I don't see Clemson winning out and then making it on their own power. They're going to need uh, some chaos within the SEC or or some some of those other big conferences to get them in.
2: Yeah, agreed. I think uh, Virginia Tech, they're going to need Virginia Tech to run the table, um, I'm not sure they play them in a regular season. That would need to be an ACC uh, championship game. Um, that would help them, certainly, getting a, a top-10 win under their belt there. But like you said, abysmal performance, probably the only conference that had a worse week than the Pac-12 last week. Uh, but we'll, we'll go to the three big games. There are three big games, and I know you guys know what two of them are because I talked about them before the show. We'll start with college game day. We've got number 10 Iowa at number 9 Iowa State, the Hawk game. This one's always entertaining. Who do you guys got in this one?
1: Oh, I've got Iowa. I, I think Iowa State did not look good last weekend against Northern Iowa. Yes, I know they're a pretty good FCS school, but Iowa State is returning a lot of guys. Brees Hall is still really good. Iowa State should have blown out Northern Iowa, and so I, I've got Iowa in this game.
2: Interesting.
0: I'm going to take Iowa as well. They had one of the most impressive wins, I think, in the country last week, beating a very good Indiana team soundly 34 to 6. My goodness. I think Indiana's some one hit wonders. <laughs> one hit wonders. I, I, I would tend to agree. They're one of those Cinderella fizzle outs, but I think this will be a close game. I think Iowa State will play better. Obviously, they'll play up to Iowa. But I do think Iowa wins, and I believe that would give them their sixth straight Cy-Hawk trophy just speaks to how dominant they've been, especially in the state of Iowa over the last few years.
2: Yeah, it's it's sad. I think last year Iowa State had their best shot at winning this game, and uh, they lost on a muffed punt, which is just absolutely brutal. One of their guys ran into the other one. Terrible way to lose a game, and I think uh, they missed their chance, and I think they looked vulnerable last week, which is upsetting. I hope they would be a good Cinderella team this year. I think Iowa is going to win this one pretty handily by double digits. So, Next big game. Oregon at Ohio State. Uh, It's a Pac-12 game, number 12 Oregon at number 3 Ohio State. I thought we'd cover it right here. Hayden, who you got in that one?
0: Well, it's, it's, it's tough to analyze this game because in the preseason, I thought for sure Ohio State was going to absolutely run over Oregon. And you would think I would stand by that pick, especially with Oregon being taken to the wire by Fresno State. But I actually think Fresno State's a pretty good team. And I think Oregon is going to play one of their better games they've played under Mario Cristobal. This is the biggest game they've played.
2: Do I sense a bold <laughs> take coming?
0: No, no, uh. not quite. I think it'll be surprisingly close. I think this will come down to the fourth quarter. But I just think Ohio State hangs on late. And that home field advantage is going to kick in. And they'll beat the Ducks.
1: But do you want a bold
0: take? I want a bold take. Bold. I got
1: a bold take for you. Okay, Ohio State 9-0 and all-time versus Oregon. 9-1 after this weekend. Wow. The Ducks get it done. Even though Kayvon Thibodeau is hurt, I don't know if he's playing this weekend. You guys tell me. But I think the Ducks get it done. Yes, Fresno State is a pretty good opponent, but but Oregon still looked good last weekend. I think Oregon beats Ohio State. Ohio State looked uh, you know, a little rocky against Minnesota. I know it was the first week, but give me the Ducks.
2: Yeah, uh, I definitely agree. Ohio State looked rocky. Minnesota had uh, their running back, Ibrahim, um, go down. Late in that game, he was killing him before he went down. Exactly, uh, but I still have Ohio State winning. I just think it's it's not in in line for for the Pac-12 to win this one, unfortunately. Uh, the big game I was referring to, it's not actually a big game. It's uh, it's it's Kansas versus Coastal Carolina. <laughs> so uh, who, who do you guys have winning in this one? Kansas? Kansas got their win. so that's the only reason I throw them in there. Okay,
0: so the, the I love how the fans flooded the field. I think that was <laughs> an all time moment. I think coastal Carolina is going to absolutely step on Kansas. Uh, I think it was like a 28 point spread to to open this one out and I think coastal Carolina might cover that. Kansas, stop it. okay, you're a basketball <laughs> school.
1: You should not be playing football. Uh, you guys are rushing the field over beating an FCS opponent. Stop it. I got coastal.
2: It's twice now. Twice they've done that. Uh, We're going to go ahead and just skip forward to uh, one for the little guy. We'll give Colt a a little bit of time to uh, pledge his case for a little guy that's out there doing big things.
1: All right, one for the little guy, and I'm going littler than the little guy. We've done that in previous weeks, but this time we're going to go to the FCS. Oh my goodness. Six wins in week one UC Davis over Tulsa, Eastern Washington over UNLV, South Dakota State over Colorado State, Holy Cross, I've never even heard of them, over UConn. <laughs> Holy Cross sounds Hol- like an explanation. <laughs> <laughs> no. Montana over number 20th ranked Washington, and East Tennessee State over Vandy. Um, Yeah, that is why Sarah Fuller no longer goes to Vanderbilt because they're losing to East Tennessee State. (laughs) And even Northern Iowa had a close game versus Iowa State. So what does this all mean? Is it time that the disrespect ends towards the FCS teams? And should these teams be brought up to the FBS? Like, I'm not kidding. When I say Montana should should be given a look into joining the Pac-12, maybe they should be a Mountain West team. I mean, some of these teams are catching up to the lower-end group of five teams. I think they could beat Hawaii, definitely. Okay, wait, let's (laughs) let's not go there. But in general, I do think that these little guys are stepping up. I want to feature one team, though, before I hand it over back to Budge. University of Texas, San Antonio. 37-30 to win over Illinois. Illinois had a win last week against Nebraska,
2: Hmm.
1: and it didn't look like it because UTSA walks into Illinois and, and gets the dub. These guys have only been around as a program 10 years, only for 10 years. This was their first game against a Big Ten opponent on the road, first game of the season. This is an underrated team in the Conference USA, excellent offense led by QB Frank Harris. I think UTSA is going to be scary uh, towards the end of the season.
2: Yeah, impressive win, and uh, I think that uh, I'll play devil's advocate on the FCS teams and say no. Uh, they'll still st- I think they should stay in the FCS, unless you're named North Dakota State. In which case, I think we should they give should give you a segment—one for the big guy, <laughs> <laughs> big old I, I Oregon State, just yeah. destroying so all these mighty. FCF teams. <laughs> All right, we'll flash forward. We're going to go into our Pac-12 Week Two predictions. We're going to go ahead, rapid fire, get these ones done. Uh, we'll start with uh, UNLV coming to Tempe, play the Sun Devils. We're 23rd in the country. What's going to happen, Hayden?
0: I uh, I think UNLV is actually going to score some points. They have a really good rushing attack. They kept it close against Eastern Washington and another FCS team that came out with a win. But I think ASU is just going to absolutely overwhelm them and come away with an easy victory.
1: Guys, UNLV is dookie. Arizona State is going to beat UNLV by fifty. All right. I think. I mean. I think UNLV is is. Not
2: the worst. I think that they are – I said this to Colton. He almost threw something at me. I said I think that they are low-key underrated. And that's because everybody thinks they're just a horrible automatic win, UConn, Bishop-Sycamore, whatever you want to call type <laughs> game. But I think, like, if Arizona State just comes out here just expecting to steamroll these guys like Southern Utah, it's not. it's not going to be easy. So I think they should come out focused. I think they'll get a solid 20-point win. But if they come out lacking, it is a Mountain West team, and it is a team that can still hurt you. We've seen Montana can beat Washington. Anything can happen out there. I would take Kansas over UNLV right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Next up, we have Hawaii at Oregon State. This is one that Colt and I have had circled on the calendar for a while. Uh, We'll go ahead and listen to why Colt is wrong.
1: Colt is not wrong. (laughs) Hawaii is going to dominate Oregon State by two touchdowns. Um, so Chevin Cordero last week I don't know if you guys saw the game It finished at around midnight Arizona time But Chevin Cordero, QB for Hawaii Passed for over 500 yards and 4 touchdowns uh, He might not pass for over 500 yards this weekend Portland State um, But he'll definitely uh, dominate uh, Oregon State You know why? Because Hawaii dominated Portland State last weekend Okay. So they understand the state of Oregon So now when they go to Oregon State Oh wow, we know how to beat this state I mean, give me the Ducks after Oregon State. Hawaii's gonna go three and zero against
0: Oregon this season.
1: So, anyways, Hayden, let's hear why that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: that 2019 edition of that game was epic. And as someone who had absolutely no uh, dog in that fight, that was that was a classic game. That was the choke game, if I remember yep, correctly. Yeah, Jordan,
2: Jordan ch- choke air, <laughs> shanked it at the at the buzzer.
0: Yeah, uh, Washington, or not Washington, excuse me, Hawaii's defense, I mean, let's get real. It's really bad. And they got exposed against UCLA. Who's a good team now. Who is a good team, but they also gave up 35 to Portland State, who is not a good yeah, team. Wow. And Oregon State, while they might not be the best team, they're somewhere in between UCLA and Portland State. And Jonathan Smith is, one, I think, one of the better uh, scheme schematic coaches in the Pac-12. And I think he will easily find a way around Todd Graham's heavy blitz defense and uh, I'm not saying Oregon State will cruise to a victory but I think they'll win by at least two touchdowns
2: yeah by no means do I think Oregon State cruises to a victory in this one I'll keep it short and sweet Oregon State will win this game uh, it's just a matter of how much they'll win it by it's an 11 point spread I'm, I'm not sure they'll cover that but I think Oregon State lost in week one but they still looked like the second best team in the north which is saying something more about how bad the Pac-12 North was than how good Oregon State was. But uh, we've got Texas A&M at Colorado, California at TCU. Two Texas games. Let's get your picks for both of those. Hayden?
0: Yeah, I think the pack goes 0-2 and and, and those two. Cal, I think, has a better chance of winning. They lost to a tough Nevada team. Uh, That's, I believe, TCU-Cal. That's a rematch of the epic 2018 Cheez-It Bowl when we saw like nine interceptions in that game. Beautiful game. I think it'll be close, but I do think TCU wins and then... Look out for Colorado. I think they can make some noise in that game. They look pretty good against Northern Colorado, but I just think the talent gap is too big, uh, and I think Haynes King, Texas a quarterback, going to be looking to bounce back after a little bit of a shaky start against Kent State.
1: Man, when I was looking for an upset pick this week, I, I pondered over Texas A&M and Colorado but I just couldn't do it. I've got Texas a beating Colorado. Uh, for the other game, I've got TCU over Cal. I know Cal played in kind of a tight game against Nevada, but, but I think Nevada's such a really good team, and I don't think uh, Cal is a, is a match for TCU.
2: Yeah, I, I did also ponder that Colorado game, and because Colorado had that game against Michigan where they went down the wire. They beat Nebraska that one year, but uh, I think Texas a is a much better coach team. You've got Jimbo Fisher. You've got a team that just looks like it's their year. I agree. I think we're going 0-2 in those two games. Then we've got the two Washington schools. Portland
0: State at Washington State, Washington at Michigan. Uh, what's going on in those two? This uh, might be surprising to you guys, but I think the state of Washington, which got off to uh, an atrocious start to the season, both those two schools had it rough last week. I think they both win. Wow! I think Washington State will easily beat Portland State, who got lit up by Hawaii last week. Uh, a full game of Delora versus a bad opponent, I think, will really help the Cougars. And then, on the other hand, Washington and Michigan. Uh, I just think Washington is a good team still. I think they're fully their defense is elite. Um, they need to fix the offensive problems, but I think Jimmy Lake and that defense they can give Cade McNamara some problems. And uh, Michigan might be resting on their laurels because Washington is still a program to be reckoned with. So I'm going to take the Huskies with an, in an upset.
1: All right, cool. Uh Coach, I hope you're not. I hope you're not listening, but uh, I thought Nick Rolovich kind of sold on Hawaii last weekend. I mean, for a guy, sold on Hawaii. Yeah, sold on the state of Hawaii. Okay, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because Washington State. Because he's a former University of Hawaii head coach, former University of Hawaii quarterback, and he doesn't start Jaden Delora, who's you know from Hawaii. And so I, I was a little upset, even though Delora did come in at the end. I've still got Delora and Wazoo beating Portland State uh, this weekend. Portland State looked atrocious, especially in that first half against Hawaii. And then in the Michigan-U-Dub game, I've got Michigan. I think people are sleeping on Michigan. I think they should be ranked. I don't know why they're not. Uh, and, and UW just lost to an FCS team, so they've got no shot. I agree with both both uh, points. Colt said, I think
2: Washington does actually give Michigan a, a fight in this one, but I, I think Michigan wins in the big house. Washington has some clear flaws. And when you have quarterback issues and you don't know who your quarterback is going to be a really bad place to figure those issues out, it's the big house. So I think big issues coming up for Washington. We'll finish out with these final three games. We've got San Diego State at Arizona, and then we have the Holy War between Utah and BYU, and then we have our first conference game of the year, Stanford at number 14
1: USC. We'll start with Colt this time. Oh, in the holy war, I've got BYU. This was my upset pick of the week. Um, I know Utah's ranked number 21. I just think BYU is at home. This is a, such a huge rivalry game in that state. I think BYU looked good last weekend against Arizona, especially you know with the system that Kalani Satake runs. Uh, I've got USC dominating Stanford. Stanford looked atrocious uh, to Kansas State at that neutral site. And uh, Budge, what was that last game that you talked about? Uh, it's San Diego State, Arizona, and then Stanford at USC. Yeah, okay. The last one, Arizona. I've got Arizona beating San Diego State. San Diego State looked bad to uh, New Mexico State last weekend.
0: All right. Yeah, those are three, well, two very intriguing games. I actually think the most lopsided one will be the conference game, USC. Uh, I, I just don't think Stanford poses any sort of threat on offense. They've completely lost their identity. So Trojans should cruise to a victory there. Utah BYU, it's going to be a, a great game, close game. Uh, but I think Utah just, they're the better program right now. They've yep. been the pr- better program for a while. They've won nine straight Holy Wars. So I'm going to take the Utes. And then lastly, I'm actually going to take the Wildcats to end their 13 game losing streak. Wow. And end San Diego State's seemingly never ending reign over the Pac 12. <laughs> True. San Diego State looks yes. very unimpressive against New Mexico State. They almost lost that game. So, I, I do have the Wildcats getting in the win column.
2: Yeah, I, I think uh, that's valid, but I, I do think Arizona finds a way to choke and lose. Uh, I, <laughs> I hope, You, I Arizona. Hope. Uh, then I, I think Utah. Utah has got BYU's number and. Every year, even when BYU has a better team, better roster, Kyle Winningham just comes out and he just beats the tar out of the Cougs. You just love to see it. I've got Utah winning this one on the road. And then last but not least, yeah, I think USC steamrolls Stanford. I don't think that one's going to be close. So uh, that wraps up our our Week 2 picks for the Pac-12. A little tight in time, we'll head forward to Hayden's Haters, and we'll give you a minute, Hayden, to talk about something that really, really bothered you this
0: last week. Well, it's not necessarily something that bothered me last week, but I'll just get right into it. It's, it's just something that's currently going on, and it's the double standard when it comes to scheduling. You look at Alabama, you could say they're the greatest, arguably the greatest dynasty in the history of the sport. But, uh, yeah, they, they continue to schedule teams like Mercer and Southern Miss, and later this season they get to play New Mexico State in their third-to-last game at home. In the heat of a playoff race, Ridiculous. you never see that in the Pac-12. Ridiculous. You never see that. And the p- look at Colorado—they're playing two Power Five schools back to back. Look at Stanford—they're playing three Power Five schools. If you count Notre Dame, Notre yeah. Dame, and two of those are on the road. And it's it's the Pac-12 getting clowned in the media and uh, in terms of the national narrative as being this cupcake conference. Yet the Pac-12 schedule is nine conference games and they don't protect their big teams from going out and playing big games. Alabama and other SEC schools just keep doing this cupcake schedule thing and and they get away with it. And it's it's very frustrating and I think the only the only thing that changes that is having uniform scheduling uh where you have to have three out of conference games, nine conference games and the out of conference games are pre-picked based on Say the Pac-12 South plays the SEC West. And okay. then I think uh, we'll see maybe the disparity, the talent gap start to close because, you know, these, these recruits know they're going to go 12-0 and 0 against, you know, a cupcake non-conference schedule.
1: You know why Bama keeps playing these smaller schools, right? It's because they're listening to our show. One for the little guy. <laughs> they know how dangerous these teams can be.
0: Yeah, the real uh, resume here, booster in New Mexico State uh, – yeah. <laughs> Dude, don't be sleeping hey, on Mercer. Well,
1: well
2: said, though, Aiden <laughs> hey, That's something I definitely agree is a problem, and it's it's seldom addressed. Uh, we're going to jump ahead to fact or fiction. I'm going to throw some rapid-fire takes at you guys. You're going to tell me whether they're fact, whether they're fiction. Uh, first one, we've got uh, <laughs> Tanner McKee is going to start for Stanford. Don't know if you guys heard about that, but he has been announced he will start week two. Fact or fiction, Tanner McKee throws one touchdown versus USC uh, in their matchup versus USC. Versus- Fact, I think he'll get one. Okay, one. all right. I like the, I like the uh, disparity <laughs> here. Here we go. Fact or fiction, there will be another, at least one, FCS upset in week two.
0: Yes, I have no idea fact. who it's going to be, I but I'm feeling where, it. I don't where, but I'll say fact.
2: All right, fact or fiction, uh, Jimmy Lake is gone by the end of the season.
0: Fiction. fiction, I think it's a little early to tell.
2: Okay, fair enough. Uh, Fact or Fiction, he definitely, he's on thin ice. You can't lose to Montana and just get away with it. Fact (laughs) or Fiction, the winner of Rutgers v. Syracuse this weekend will go
0: bowling. Fact. Fiction, oh, no. That's not happening. More likely Rutgers, because I think Rutgers is actually decent this year.
2: Yeah, I think Rutgers, very decent. I agree. Uh, Fact or Fiction, UCLA makes a New Year's Six game. Fact. Fiction. They look super good. Oh, my gosh. I, I would side with Colt on that one. I think wow. UCLA does look impressive this year. Uh, Factor fiction: Buffalo beats Nebraska this week. Fact. fact. Book it. Book,
1: fact. it. Fact. Book it. Book it. Why are you booking it? Oh, just because Nebraska. Nebraska is back this year. No, you're not. You guys, you guys are trash. <laughs> Factor fiction: Jaden Daniels scores a touchdown
2: versus UNLV. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> throws a touchdown.
0: Let me think about this one. Fact. Okay. Oh, yeah. Is that's... he still
1: dealing with the cramps? It, I don't know, Will he man. be back? I don't He's,
2: know. Some, He'll be fine. Someone's got to give that guy a sandwich. He'll be fine. Or maybe some Wheaties. Or maybe some Wheaties. Yeah, if he eats his Wheaties. Keep him away from the Fruit Loops. Fact,
1: fact if there's Wheaties.
2: Okay. Fact, fact or fiction, uh, the Washington schools figure out their quarterback situations this week.
1: Fact. Fiction, not enough Apple Jacks.
2: <laughs> you, you, with a cereal brand. <laughs>
1: are you like a cereal advocate over there? Who's Guys, paying Guys, Send me out Special case Cereal at Costco. <laughs> the best purchase of your life.
2: Col- Colt has been losing his mind over that stuff all week. Special K, man. <laughs> it is delicious. The red berries with the little, little uh, strawberries oh, in there. With the little
0: bananas on the side. You ever had that, Hayden? I think I did in the Taylor Place Dining Hall once. They had it in Taylor Place? Yeah, they did. Pretty good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Taylor Place Dining Hall, good. Wow.
2: Yeah, I know. Fa- Factor Fiction. Taylor Place Dining No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Factor Fiction. Uh, the Pac-12 South. A team from the Pac-12 South will win the Pac-12 championship this week. Fact. Or this year, this week.
0: <laughs> well, I think it's already over, so fact. Okay, all right, cool. Uh, yeah,
2: fact. Fact or fiction, uh, week five, ASU versus UCLA in
1: Pasadena will be college game day. Fact, game day. I, I've also got one more thing. ASU versus USC will also be game day, <laughs> back to back.
0: Oh, man. Um, I, I'll, say, I'll say fact. Uh, if they're both undefeated, it should be. I agree. Um, yeah. I don't know who else is playing that week. Anytime but ESPN gets
1: that. an opportunity to go to Pasadena, I think they would take it. I think. They would I take agree. It. That weekend is uh, Notre Dame-Cincinnati.
0: Nah.
2: Cincinnati will lose to Indiana. Don't worry about I, it. I, Let's go. Go. We've I agree. We've got that book. Uh, that, that wraps up uh, Factor Fiction. Very nice Factor Fiction. Uh, we'll head forward to the spelling game. We'll get into some shenanigans here. Uh, me and Hayden have each prepared a, uh, a name here for uh, Cole to spell. Uh, Colt claims to be well-cultured, you know, well-versed in, in the spellings of names, but we're, we're gonna prove him wrong. So, uh, Hayden, you want me to start, you want you to start, with, how are well, we gonna I'll do this? I'll kick it
0: off. All right. Uh-oh. Don't be looking at my computer, Colt. Uh, I didn't see Colt's anything. a cheater. He so, I learned time. last week Wait, yeah, that... don't tell the Cronkite professors that. <laughs> <laughs> I learned last week that, uh, Polynesian names do not stump you, because you nearly walked away with Lakia Kaho Ohanahana Davis La Kea yes. La Kea It's name. his middle name Kaho oh, Whatever So Wow <laughs> Just disrespect the Polynesians <laughs> No But this one I think is definitely going to trip you up So this is a walk-on uh, Offensive lineman at ASU Colby Stuckwich Okay this is not a Polynesian name Is he f- <laughs> do, What?
1: Where is he from? Do you know? Do you Eric, know Gilbert He's Arizona. from Gilbert? Okay yeah. Okay so he's not from Hawaii So his family's not going to get mad at me um colby <laughs> c o
0: uh no c is incorrect
1: you went too quick wow
0: k yes O. yes l yes b yes y incorrect oh. and <laughs> colt has struck out on his first what? attempt strike three so we're gonna why are you spelling colby without a y we've still got special k there's even
2: like cheese that's like colby jack why were you thinking of cheese? It's right, so the... a human person,
0: Colt. <laughs> I gotta eat lunch or something. I'm so the, uh, the official spelling of Colby Stuckwich is K-O-L-B-E. That's horrible. And we didn't even get to Stuckwich.
1: That's Kolb. Kolby.
0: Cobley. Uh, Stuckwich is S-T-U-K-W-I-S-C-H. Stuckwich. Colby Stuckwich. Yes. I didn't even get to Stuckwich. Man. No, you didn't even make it past the first name. That would have been fun. Probably why he's not starting. No one knows how to say his name. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I've, no been, I've been doing a lot of the Disrespect.
2: <laughs> They're just like, look, man, we were going to start you, but like, we just cannot pronounce yeah, your the, name. The
0: PA announcer just can't get it.
2: The, the the coach was like looking at the roster he had. I'm like, listen, to just start everybody. He's like, I'm not
0: even going to try. He's like, just give it to the other guy. I, I'm not even
2: going to try and say this. Probably what happened to this guy. So uh, <laughs> this, guy, this guy backs up DTR at UCLA. Okay. Um, I've been choosing the freshmen a lot because uh, they're the incoming guys. A lot of good names coming in this year. Um, <clears throat> here we go. Kajia Halloween Kajia. Kajia Halloween Kajia. Wow. Yeah. Kajay. <laughs> I'm not saying it yet. Okay, yep. That's correct. A? That is also
1: correct. Okay, Gia. My mind wants to say G, but my heart wants to say J. <laughs> so I'm going to say J. That is correct. Wow. wow. K-A-J-E? No,
2: that is, that is incorrect.
1: See, I, was that was, your heart or your mind? That, that was the mind. Uh, okay. Okay. Kajia. K. K-A-J- A. J. <laughs> yes, yes. You...
2: I. That is correct. Wow.
1: And then I'm gonna go A.
2: And that is incorrect. You have oh, lost this spelling no. game. What? Kajia. K A J I Y A. And then even Halloween, That one is kind of brutal. It's H O L L A W A Y N E. So, you you just didn't have this deck stacked against you, but uh. That was that was brave. You got oh, the J. My goodness. Today we learned that you need to listen to your heart when spelling names.
1: Listen to your heart.
2: <laughs> this just turns into cold singing for a while. All right. <laughs> this is Blaze Radio. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, that's that is correct. So, we're going to finish things out uh, with our mascot mashup of the week. We've already done a couple conferences. We did the Big Sky and what was the other one? The The Big South. The Big South. Yeah. Uh, I believe the the, gr- the Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies? The yeah. camp Fighting Camels and the Grizzlies won the
1: last two. So, what's up, Cole? The, the Big <sighs> Sky did well this past week. Maybe that's because we did their mascot mashup. Yeah. So I think you, Camel got if, wrecked, though. If you're a betting man,
2: just bet the house on, uh, what's this, the Colonial?
0: Yes. Colonial Athletic yeah.
2: Colonial Athletic uh, association. association. The CAA. Uh, the Association. Let me just <laughs> list off the names. And for those of you who don't know what we're doing here, we're just going to Throw all these mascots together in a metaphorical arena, and they're going to duke it out. And uh, whichever mascots, whatever four mascots are, are still standing at the end, those are the four we're going to put on our Twitter, at um, VU underscore Pacific, and we're going to have you guys vote on who should win or who would win, uh, and then they advance to the final tournament at the end of the year. So let's start. There's the Delaware Blue Hen, the New Hampshire Wildcat, the James Madison Duke, the Rhode Island Ram, Richmond Spider, the Townsend Tiger, Villanova Wildcat, Albany Great Dane, Elon Phoenix, William and Mary Tribe, Maine Black Bear, and the Stony Brook Sea Wolf. Wow, the Phoenix?
0: Yep. Low key. Yeah, the Phoenix might be OP, and we just wow. we just to spare the rest of the field, we allow we give the them Phoenix a bye. to advance. I, yeah. I,
2: I would certainly agree. They're one of the final four um, already. Uh, there's some that are interesting here. You've got a, a spider. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see what a spider could do with you. Don't see what a spider. I'm guess do. that against the uh, field.
0: I'm gonna guess the Great Dane would would probably eat the spider. It would eat
2: the spider and the Blue Hen in like one swoop. I don't know what a Blue Guys, Hen is. Guys, the has. Spider's the only one with like a
1: Marvel series. Come on now, what? It's the spider.
0: Uh, we're getting off track.
1: That's
2: Spider Man. Yeah, but like this is a spider, he, he, but he doesn't the, have Great game powers. There's, or there's ram a reason powers. it's not just spider. It's Spider Man because there needs to be a man. Yeah, to but make, he doesn't take his powers from a blue hen. He takes his powers from a spider. I would blue hen man would would beat the crap out of <laughs> out of, of Spider Man. I'm not gonna lie. So I, I think the spider is down easy. Um, great Dane would eat him. Cole's just losing his mind over there. So
1: it's a blue hen man now versus I think the, everyone. I think blue hen
2: goes down. Like they, we, the. Let's just say the black bear takes out the huge Jokes over on the blue hen. We've got a whole tribe for William and Mary. So this if, is just
0: sheer numbers. Yeah. Of see, because the, the other ones. What is we a have... sea wolf? I googled this. Whoa, a wow. A sea wolf. National Geographic. Yeah. Order. A sea wolf. It's just a normal wolf that hunts <laughs> by the sea. So it doesn't <laughs> so go to the water? To Canada. So it's just a normal wolf. Does it it's enter a...
1: the water at any point?
0: Yeah, it eats fish out of the water. Oh, well, So does a black bear. Black bears eat fish. I'm willing to say a tiger would take out a, a out a sea wolf. Okay, I mean... Because remember, we're in uh, an arena. Agree. We're not in, yeah, in
2: yeah, the yeah, natural I habitat. I think the tiger takes out the sea wolf. I, I don't know why they would... Say it's a sea wolf. If it's just a wolf that's at the sea, like, that seems kind of re- redundant to me. But
1: I think the two wildcats
0: take w- out each other. We still have a
2: duke. We have, like, a human, like, a duke out there. S- so, got two no, no, cats, no, so, I googled this, too. You googled it. Okay, you came so, prepared. Yes. You got, so, wow. the
0: James Madison dukes, the mascot is a bulldog. Okay. But the duke is named after, uh, like, the founder of the school. Okay, His so last he's name dead.
2: is Duke. He's, he's, no way he's making it through this.
0: Nor, nor is a bulldog. So we got a okay. dead guy versus a bulldog. So Duke and well, the Bulldog no, go
2: down in one, in yeah. one failed swoop. Wait, where is the Bulldog? Who was the Bulldog? You mean the Great J- Dane? No, no, James
0: Madison's mascot is a Bulldog. Oh, well. Yeah, so, get them out of here. Know, yeah.
2: What are they still doing alive? We've so we've got a Ram, two Wildcats. What's what's the difference between New Hampshire's and Villanova's wildcat here?
0: You just when you have two of the same, you just they gotta cancel each other yeah, out. I agree. The I civil Transited war. Transitive property. PEMDAS,
2: right? Pim, is that a thing? PEMDAS. All right, so we're down to yeah PEMDAS. You know what PEMDAS is? I didn't pass that class. They didn't teach you that?
1: Nope. Not in Hawaii. P- we don't have parentheses, in Hawaii.
2: multiplication, uh, division. Addition, subtraction, is that what it is? <laughs> something. <laughs> and then once you get, like, far enough along, they throw in, like, power rules. It's yeah. annoying. Don't.
1: Power rules. Wow. Like,
2: like uh, there's an ex- there's a word for that. When you raise something to the power of something. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're... This is an the wrong uh, major. Is it an exponent? <laughs> Exponents. Exponents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's e it's dust, like, eventually... So, but you know, forget about that. <laughs> We're down to the there's a ram, tiger, great dane, tribe, black bear. The dane the great dane sticks out, I think here as as one that's going to go down out of yeah, there. Yeah, I think
0: it loses to a- any I think the tribe the only... is going to beat the animals.
2: So, so we've got to pick 3 out of these 4. We've got a tribe, black bear, ram, tiger. I think tribe obviously advances with the phoenix. Yes. Right. Um and that leaves us with bear, ram, tiger. Ooh, I think wow. the
0: rams the odd odd person out. Odd animal out. I would have to go Tiger Black Bear. Okay. Okay. Personally. I agree. Um,
2: You know what? You know what? Allow me to play devil's advocate. No, I'm just kidding. I I agree. (laughs) I think the Rhode Island Ram goes down. They should stick to basketball. Um, Sad exit for the Ram. We have the Maine Black Bears, the Townsend Tigers, the Elon Phoenix, and the William and Mary Tribe are the four teams... Going through. And so, going
1: undefeated this weekend because we picked them in their final four. Potentially. Wait, did Campbell win? Did Campbell
0: win? We're going to do a little bit of research. Um, we don't so know. we got a little bit of time we, left. We
1: picked them. Um, Who did they play? You know, this is some extensive research. I, so I they're think... in the
0: Big South. The Campbell
1: Fighting Camels.
0: Located Man. in North Carolina. Shout out to FBSSchedules.com.
1: <laughs>
0: they <laughs> lost they lost 48-7 okay, to Liberty.
2: So, so, you know, they put up... But, but Liberty is oh, really a really good
0: team. We though. got a little cross-conference uh, action. The Elon Phoenix are taking on the Campbell Fighting Camels next week. Oh! That
2: is one for the wow. agents. That's actually hype. That might factor in, actually,
0: to, they, to what our decisions are. Get They follow that up with the Presbyterian Blue Hose. Huh?
1: <laughs> Was that their name?
0: Yeah. What? Blue Hose. H-O-S-E. H-O-S-E. Wow. Blue Hose. Who
1: did who? <laughs> who named that school?
2: Who? Presbyterian had a pretty big upset a while ago, didn't they? Who did they take out? Michigan.
0: It was like Wake Forest or something. Their quarterback had
1: ten touchdowns this past weekend. Did you see that? Oh yeah, they literally did. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. that's a big story. Don't
1: sleep on the Blue Hose. Uh, <laughs> that
0: doesn't sound right.
2: It does. Blue but Hose. It's not my fault. It's what they named Google their team. It.
0: Google it. Presbyterian Gosh. College football team. Pre- I mean. Let's go, Blue like, Hose. Google. Google the. <laughs>
1: Good thing it was blue.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least they were able Good to add. Good thing they
1: clarified like which dis- color. A
2: distinction. I looked up Presbyterian on <laughs> accident. I'm, I'm like researching Presbyterian theology now on accident, so I'm just, I'm just gonna exit out of there. Um, yeah, who's the red hose? Uh, I don't think there is. I think, I think it's just safe <laughs> to just stick with the blue ones right now, Colt. Um, <laughs> well, from there, I think we're gonna we're gonna throw in our first sound bite of the episode. And we'll let uh we'll let this this outro take us to high tide. do right now is put on a brave face and go out there and be their leader it's over
0: we are screwed
2: all right uh ups and downs ups and downs in a week one or i guess this is our week two episode uh
1: what are you guys thoughts going into week two colt i just wanted to talk about this oh my gosh look at us blaze radio we're on the air Shout out to everyone that made this possible. I, I'm so stoked for this second week of official college football.
0: And, uh, Hayden, what, what about you, brother? Oh, man. Um, just general thoughts. Uh, ASU, 2008 we lost to UNLV. So we just need to be careful uh, going yes. into that game because yes. that could potentially be just a massive issue Uh you know, you catch, you catch, uh, catch yourself sleeping heading into BYU, and I, I think there's a good chance. I hate to admit it, ASU either trips up next week by either losing or just looking terrible, or they look terrible and it just sets a really bad tone for the rest of the season. Yeah. So uh, if if they play sound football, unlike last Thursday, which was almost my Hayden's haters segment with the penalties, <laughs> if you. Caught that one. ASU oh, had thirteen penalties. The penalties were
2: awful. I hated that.
0: Oh, I was, hated that. It was unwatchable.
2: I think I ranted several times mid game just about how how egregious the penalties were. They were. It was like the refs were refing the Super Bowl, like in, as if it wasn't a ASU v Southern Utah match. So frustrating to watch, to say the least. Budge, I love you, but we're not gonna be friends on Saturday. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh, last, last bit of information, I guess, I guess coming from me, excited for college football to be back. Oh my goodness. The jump around in Wisconsin, the wave in Iowa, everything that went down was just amazing to watch. I'm excited uh, for college football to be back. I know you guys are just excited. Um, I think that wraps things up for us here at Pacific Point of View. I'm Tyler Budge. I'm Hayden Weber. And I'm Colt Almodova. And with that, we wave goodbye. Go bows. Thank you.